Hi everyone, this is Brother Gary with Hands Across the Border uh, Daily Devotionals. And again, we're in Philippians chapter number 2 and verse number 16. Notice what the Apostle Paul says here in Philippians chapter 2 verse 16. Holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Remember, he's sitting in jail, and he's writing this letter to the church in Philippi, and uh, he talks about sticking to the Word of God, sticking to the Word of God. And uh, he says, holding forth. Holding forth means to apply, to observe, to attend. And so that is why it is very important that you and I have a word-for-word translation of the Bible. Because many thought-for-thought translations, they, they, uh, they're not so good. So uh, you need a word-for-word translation of the Bible, and that way you can have confidence in the Word of God. Listen, if you have a Bible that has errors in it, well, then it can't be the Word of God. It may contain portions of the Word of God, but it can't be the Word of God. And so uh, you want to get one that is a word-for-word translation. And he says, holding forth to observe, to attend to uh, the word, the sayings of God here, he says. And uh, just work your way through with me. Uh, Remember, inside of the Bible has the words of life. Listen, you know how to get saved? Through the Bible. Do you know how to live your daily life? Through the Bible. Do you know how you know Jesus is coming back? Through the Bible. And so we need to stick with the Word of God. Don't stick with uh, uh, traditions or this or the other. I, I had a great friend, and uh, we were talking, and he got a hold of a Bible, has errors in it. And he said he didn't care. He's just going to continue to use that because he wanted tradition more than truth. You and I, it's not always easy. It's, it's sometimes difficult to stand for truth, but you need to stand for the truth. Just because you stand for truth doesn't mean you hate somebody or wish ill will for someone. You just have to stand for truth. And the reason, the reason the Apostle Paul's telling them this, look again with me in verse 16, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ. And what he's talking about there is the return and the judgment of the believer's service. Listen, one day you and I are going to stand before the Lord. Those of us that are saved will be at the judgment seat of Christ. It's not going to be determined whether we're going to heaven or hell. That's already been determined if you've repented of your sins, put your faith and trust in Christ, you're saved. All right, and so what we'll do, though, is we'll be judged for what we did in this body after we were saved. And so we'll gain rewards or lose rewards. And he's saying this, we've got to stick with the Word of God. And the reason being is we're going to stand before God. He said, unless, unless, look at verse 16 again, unless I have that I have run in vain, neither labored in vain. And so in vain to be uh, destitute of spiritual wealth, fruitless labors, and to labor, to grow weary, feel fatigued. And so uh, think about this. When you think about the Apostle Paul, he just threw his whole self in serving the Lord. And there were rough days, there were good days, there were days he was just exhausted. You you know the feeling when you throw yourself in living for the Lord, and sometimes you're just thoroughly exhausted. Now imagine you did that, and it was for nothing. 
You see, there's people today, they're, they're, they're losing their families, they're, they're losing their health, they're doing all kinds of things for their jobs. And I'm not putting jobs down because we all like to live indoors and pay our bills and different things. But listen, you may have to do that to pay your bills, but that shouldn't be your life. Because at the end of the day, at the end of your life, it's fruitless. It's fruitless labor. And so the Apostle Paul is saying this, you need to apply and to attend to the sayings of God, which has the absolute fullness of life, which belongs to God, which came through him. He goes on, it would say, that I, Paul, may glory and boast at the return of Christ when he judges the believer's service. So I know I haven't exerted all my strength propagating God's doctrine and wore myself out for nothing spiritual and being fruitless. Listen, when you come to the end of your life and you stand before the Lord, what kind of fruit are you going to have? What are you laboring the most at? Things that are temporal or things that are eternal? God bless you.